They are the high kids. Your host today is Benji. High kids for kids by kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show on 101.9. Thank you for choosing the High Kids Show on High FM. My name is Benjamin and I am 11 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. So coming on on High Kids today, I will be interviewing councillor Daniel Shea and he is a councillor in Ward 72. So stay tuned to 101.9 High FM to learn more about what he does and how fun it can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a guest the song to challenge your musical knowledge. So stay tuned, you do not want to miss this kid's show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 061 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 10 I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on High Kids today. On your block to meet his eyes. Make way, here he comes, ring bells, bang the drum. Are you gonna love this guy? Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababwa. Genuflect, show some respect down the money. Now try your best to stay calm. Brush up your Sunday salon. Then come and meet his spectacular coterie. Prince Ali. Babwa, strong as ten regular men, definitely. He faced galloping hordes. A hundred bad guys with swords. Who sent those goons to their lords? Why, Prince Ali. He's got 75 golden cans. Don't they look lovely, June? Fabulous, Harry. I love the feathers. When it comes to exotic type mammals. I'm telling you, it's a world-class menagerie. Prince Ali, handsome as he, Ali Ababwa. That's a zig, how can I speak? Wake at the name. Well, get on out in that square. Adjust your bell and prepare. Talk, gawk, and gravel and stare at Prince Ali. Your princess was a sight lovely to see. 
and that's the people is why he got dialed up and dropped by. The sixty elephants, mamas, gorillas, bears and lions, a fresh band of motorists, forty bakers, his cooks, his bakers, his birds, and one like me. By kids, for kids, by kids. They are the high kids. Your host today is Benji. That song was Prince Ali from Aladdin. This is high kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Benjamin, and I'm your host for today. Before we start the interview with Councillor Daniel Shea, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is he threw three. Free throws. I repeat, he threw free, three free throws. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 0101 40 30 20 to see if you can say it faster than me. I've counseled Daniel Shea with me in studio today. So if you have any questions for him, for him challenge, you can send them on three four five one nine or telegram to O six one eight nine five one O one nine. Good afternoon, Councillor Daniel Shea. How's it Benji? Okay, so what is a ward councillor? So a ward councillor is someone who's been elected to represent the community living in a certain area in the city. Um, that that pretty much sums it up. So there's there's more responsibilities than just that, but but you're there to represent the community and and your voice between the community and the city and the city and the community. And that area that you're part of, that's the ward part of ward councillor. Okay, what is the purpose of a ward councillor? So because we live in a in a democratic society, um, we all we all deserve a say in, in the way our cities run. So. The way that it's been designed is that you elect a person representing your area, but there's also people who are elected from a proportional representative list. Um, and those people also councillors. And basically it creates representation for every person living in the city so that they can... can so, like, democratic purposes. You choose who you want to represent your community. Exactly. Do other countries have wards slash a ward councillor? So um, in America there is, in the UK it, there is, and, and there in fact they their, their whole parliament is made up of people elected directly, similar way to what we elect ward councillors. Um, we probably have more ward councillors for our municipalities than, than overseas, but it's a role that's pretty much universal. Why do we have more ward councillors for municipalities? It's a very good question. Um, I think it's mostly because we allocate a lot of our service delivery issues to ward councillors. In New York City, for example, there's six councillors for the whole city. Um, here we have 270 for Johannesburg. So um, it's a, it's just based on, on how well things work. The, the better things work, the less councillors you probably need. Okay. So, as you said, there are over 270 ward councillors or wards in Joburg, but how many wards are there in the whole entire country? Uh, I literally don't know. So, in, in Joburg, there's 135 wards, um, but you're dealing with tens of thousands of wards if we break it down between district municipalities and local municipalities. If so, you said there are 
over 200 ward councillors in Joburg, but they're 300 wards. How no, does so that... there's there's oh, 135 okay. wards, mm-hmm. um, and then there's the PR councillors. So if you vote for someone who doesn't make it as a ward councillor, so that your vote doesn't doesn't get discounted, there's a PR list. So those left over those those votes get added to a list, and and basically it comes out that whatever the result of the election is, that's the amount of representation in council. So there's 135 extra seats for those councillors. Okay, what is a ward? So so. Uh, the, the city should have been divided into equal areas um, based on population. So they, they take the population of the city, um, say it's 5 million people, they divide by 135 and they get to a result of how many people should live in the area. So then they, they try to make a geographical area based on that. Um, one single area containing that many people and, and that's how you, you determine a ward. So for example, Ward 72, which I represent, um, would have... have Suburbs like Sandringham, Silvermont, Glen Hazel, Fairmount, Linksfield, Orange Grove, um, and and Sydney, and that basically makes up that population block, which equals one hundred and thirty-fifth of the whole city. Are all wards sort of the same size, or do sizes of the wards vary? So obviously, populations change between elections, but also. For example, Alex, which has a much higher population density, there's a lot more people living in the same, this much smaller area. So their ward is, is in space-wise, is much smaller than our ward because we we have a much more spread-out living style. Okay. How are ward councillors selected? So every five years we have a, a local government election, um, and in Johannesburg you get two ballots there. So there's one ballot which will be for your ward. Um, and that's got a list of the candidates for your ward, and the other ballot is just the, it's a proportional representative ballot um, with just the parties, and whoever just gets the most votes out of all those candidates for the ward becomes the ward councillor. Even if you, you get 30%, but you've got more than anyone else, you become the ward councillor. Okay. What did you do for work before being a ward councillor? So I was a structural, or I still practice part-time, but I'm a structural engineer. What is the structural engineer? So, so you get you architects basically design the look and function of a building. And so structural engineers basically design or make so the structure of the building. So we did the skeleton, basically, yes. Interesting. What company did you work for? MMA Post and Engineers. Okay, so what was the hardest part, or what is the hardest part of your job? And compared to ward counselling, what's the hardest part? So hardest? with engineering, you, you've got to solve physics problems. That's your, your main job, is to make something stand um, regardless of, of, or within the laws of physics. Um, the challenge is often sticking within a budget there and designing what the client wants within that budget. And the same thing is pretty much with, with, with the city, is, is making sure that the residents get what they need and deserve within the city's allocated budget. Um, the ward councillor has a very minor say in that, but we've also got to promote as much as we can for our wards to have that budget spent there. What is the most important skill to be a good ward councillor? Effective communications. Um, Effective. So, so if you, you can communicate properly, you, you can be an effective ward councillor. If you can't communicate, it ends there. So, um, if I so if 
letter, I was the ward councillor. And someone asked me, why is there load shedding? There isn't load shedding. Or why is the power off? And I don't respond. I just go do something else. Then that's not good. But if I actually talk with them and tell them the problem, then I'll be a better ward councillor that more people will support. Yes. So as a politician, your job is to establish relationships with people. And if you're not talking to them, you're not establishing that relationship. Okay. What is your favourite part about being a ward councillor? I love dealing with people every day. I love being able to to assist people and actually make real differences in their lives. And that's honestly my favourite part. And do you have the worst part or...? Load shedding. (laughs) I think that's every ward councillor and if I was any politician, that would definitely be my worst part. Okay. Um, so, besides effective communication, how do you help? How, how, in other ways, how do you help people in the community? So, it's also about looking at, so if someone has a billing issue, uh, it's about being able to analyse their bill, their, their issues, and, and suggest where they can go to get assistance. Um, also about escalating their issues, so if there's a leaking water pipe or a pothole or any other issue, um, escalating those, and as well... Uh, um, motivating for, for things to be upgraded in the ward, like parks and roads and, and the like. Okay. How can kids help people in the community? So I think kids are generally a, a great source of hope and, and thinking out of the box. Um, I think adults get stuck in the box and, and kids have this amazing ability to imagine ways out of their situations and creative solutions for these things. So so just using your minds and encouraging kids to, to open their mouths and, and suggest how or changes to things. It's, it's a new new perspective that we need. Okay, so now that you've said that kids uh, are the new hope, how can or how do ward counsellors help and interact with kids? So it's a good question. I think there's very limited avenues at the moment. It's something we do need to encourage. Um, so, so I think we're going to have to look at finding avenues for ward councillors to meet with the community's kids. Hmm. Okay. How do you and the municipality maintain parks that kids love to go in and play? And So the city has a department called, or it's an entity called Johannesburg City Parks and Zoo. Um, and their responsibilities are the zoo and parks. Um, so they have a schedule for maintaining the parks every month, and as well as that, within their annual budget, there's certain parks that they'll upgrade yeah. and improve the play equipment. Okay. So I often like to go to the Jabula Library with my gran, and often when I go there, the books look like really, really old and teared. How are they replaced, or can you replace them? So again, it, there's a, there's a cycle with the books um, and how much money is invested in books on an annual basis. So depending on the city's finances, they can obviously increase or decrease that. Um, but it's it's obviously if you're telling me the books are looking old, we we need to invest more money in that. Okay, so you listen to so a ward councillor and the and the municipality listen to people's feedback they have to do well because otherwise the books are just going to get destroyed and people can't physically read them. 100%. Okay. So 
ward being a ward counselor already sounds like a really hard and stressful job if you go on holiday do you ask someone else to fill in for you so yes so we uh, i use a colleague his name's Strack. he is a pr counselor so he doesn't have his own ward so when i go on holiday i ask Strack if he could just fill in for me for for a couple of days okay okay so on that note let's take a quick song break we will be right back For the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. I mean the bare necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be found of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the tree to make some honey just for me. When you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance at the fancy ants, then maybe try a few. The bare necessities of life will come to you. They'll come to you. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, that's why a bear can rest at ease with just the bare necessities of life. Now when you pick a pawpaw or a prickly pear, and you prick a raw paw, well next time beware. Don't pick the prickly pear by the paw, when you pick a pear try to use the claw. But you don't need to use the claw when you pick a pair of the big paw paw. Have I given you a clue? The bare necessities of life will come to you. They'll come to you. Oh man, this is really living. Look for the Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the High Kids. Your host today is Benji. That song was Bare Necessities from Bare Necessities. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Benjamin and I'm 11 years old. Before I carry on with my interview with Councillor Daniel Shea, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is he threw three free throws. And our guest the song for today is... Send your SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019 if you know what the song is. If you have any questions for Councillor Daniel Shea, you can send an SMS to 34519 or Telegram to 061-895-1019 or call on 010-140-3020. Now, let me carry on with my questions. Okay, so if you don't mind me asking, in terms of Judaism, how religious are you? 
So I, I do keep Shabbat and, and kosher. Um, I, I don't generally like putting people in boxes and stuff, but th- that's my level of service. And do you go to shul three so, times a day? So I, I do try. Um, sometimes work does get in the way, um, but yes, I do try. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you stay in touch with the community when it's Shabbat or Yom Tov? So during that period, I literally I, I tell people I'm going to have my phone off for the next 24 hours. Um, and I do provide the city's contact details. And, and for 24 hours, I'm offline. So you tell people that, I'm sorry, I'm going to be offline. And if you have any questions or you have something worrying you, you can just send you, them to this number. So it's either you send it or you, you call the city. Um, generally, the city's escalation things take between 8 to 24 hours before you can escalate. So the councillor is not necessarily needed to be available instantly. Okay. Does everyone in the ward support you? Or not everyone? So based on the election results, 75% of the ward chose me, of people who voted. Um, I do hope I've done a good enough job that that number has grown. But there's obviously going to be people that support other parties. I I still have to represent them. I still have to listen to them. Um, Whoever you voted for doesn't really matter. The ward council is still answerable to the people living in this ward. So you pretty much have to sort of not really change their focus on your party which you represent, but sort of lead them and make them realise, oh yeah, this guy's pretty cool. I'll start support I'll start I'll start voting for him next time he runs for ward councillor. So as a politician, that, that is your aim, is that you need to bring people to your side. But you also, as a, as a public representative, like a ward councillor, you can't choose to not serve people who don't support you. Okay. So how long have you been ward councillor and like when were you select, elected? So since November last year, so we're now at eight months, um, roughly. Um, I was selected to be the candidate by the DA. It started 18 months before the election, but but I've been in this position for eight months. Amazing. How does it feel to be a ward councillor? Like, good, like, oh, my God, I'm a politician. I actually, I actually help people. Or, oh, no, I'm a politician. Now I'm going to have to start lying to people. <laughs> so I, I do hope I don't have to start lying to people, but... Literally, we, we're in a position in this country where we, we can make change and we can bring hope and we can, we can turn this country around. And, and being someone who's in the position I'm in, that's a fantastic feeling. Amazing. So, um, as I said, uh, you are ward councillor for Ward 72. Okay. That is correct. So, which areas are part of Ward 72? So... Starting on the north northern tip of the ward, we have Silvermont, Sandringham, then Hazel, Fairmount, um, Sunningdale, uh, Lingsfield, Orange Grove. I'm just trying to think of left anything out, but I hope that's all of it. Persidia is also inside it, so yeah. So quite a lot of areas. Yes. Okay. Who was the ward councillor of Ward 72 before you? Lionel Greenberg. Okay. How long was he ward councillor? So he came in in a by-election, so he didn't serve a full term. So he served to about three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And you've 
Do you think you're going to be long? Do you think you're going to be ward councillor longer than him? Um, I, I plan on doing my full term, um, so so the full five years at least. But I, I really am loving this. So if people want me to come back, I'll come back after five years as well. Oh, no. nice. So your fans want you to come. If you come back, you'll do a you'll go forward councillor again. Yes. Okay. How often are ward councillors elected? So every five years, the term is five, five years. years. And as you said, uh, the last ward councillor was during a by-election. What's a by-election? So the previous ward councillor before him, his name was Stephen Kruger, um, mm -hmm. Stephen had some health issues that forced him to resign. So because a ward councillor is directly elected, you have to host a new election to, a new, to elect a new ward councillor if the one resigns. Okay. So... Um, as you said, with Stephen Kruger, he had health issues. How else do you determine when a ward councillor has to resign? Can you say that so many people don't support this this ward councillor, and he doesn't communicate? We have to do. We he has to resign. So Can you say something like that? The public doesn't really have a way of of pushing a ward councillor out besides the next election, but. Your party, if you, as a ward councillor, I've got membership to the DA. If the DA takes away my party membership, I automatically lose my seat in council. Okay. Um, when was the last election? November 2021. Not too long ago. No. Are ward councillors' elections as the same or as any other elections for president or as presidential elections and mayoral elections? So both both presidents and mayors, the public doesn't actually get to vote for. Um, the award councillors are only public representative you can directly vote for. The rest of your public representatives, you vote for the party. And the party puts forward a candidate, and depending on the numbers, they would vote in their candidate to be president or mayor. So ward councillor elections and other elections are pretty different. So the, the difference would be that when you're looking at a ballot, there's a person's name as opposed to a political party. Okay. Are ward councillor elections ever done in the same room or place as mayoral or presidential elections, or do people take their ballots at the same place? So they vote for ward councillor, and then they've got another ballot where they can vote for mayor party or the presidential party so when at, at the local government elections you get given two ballots one's your ward councillor and one's the pr ballot which has the political parties um so so you're voting for those at the same time but your your political party goes into council and then votes for for the mayor where are elections usually done or rather when where are elections for ward 72 usually done so they would be at your, your general voting stations. So in Ward 72, for example, there's a voting station at Glen Hazel Primary, there's one at Orange Grove Primary School, one at Linksfield Primary School, there's one at Jabula Recreation Centre, and one at Summerwood Primary School. Those are our voting stations. Depends where you live in the ward, but that's where you'd be at voting. Mm -hmm. um, and can people choose where to vote? So no, your your voting station is based on where you live. So you, you'd register for elections with the IEC and they'll say you're going to vote at that so voting station. So if I lived in Linksfield, I would go to Linksfield Primary or yes. if I lived near Jabula, I would go to the Recreation Centre. Yes. Okay. Are the votes 
always done in the same place? So and are they counted in the same place? Generally, they they are all they haven't changed our venues for a while. If they did change our venues, they'd announce them. But you you count your votes where you voted. So at nine o'clock at night, when the voting station closes, um, you lock the doors and you, those ballot boxes are there. You open them up and you count the votes at the voting station. Is there a specific name for a person who counts the votes? Counter. <laughs> Counter. It's a very interesting name. <laughs> so how long after an election are votes counted? And how long does it take to count them? It's literally within... So normally you lock the doors at 9 o'clock, you stop voting at 9 o'clock at night. Um, then the staff would probably take a 15-minute tea break. And then you begin the counting process. And it should generally be done, depending on the numbers, by 4 or 5 in the morning. And then it just takes time for those results to go off to the the main data center. And they do it continuously from nine o'clock to like four or five in the morning. You you cannot the moment you stop and leave the room, those those ballots become questionable. So you've got to finish counting before you can let those ballots out your sight. I would never want to be a counter. I've done it twice, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> you have to work <laughs> continuously though. Is that really fun? So it's I've, I've come from a candidate side. We, the candidates aren't, and the party agents aren't allowed to touch the ballots. The IEC officials are allowed to. So as as a party agent in, in this area, which is a DA area, it's a lot of fun to see your name come out the hat repeatedly. Mm, still sounds not that meh. Okay, so our, are our elections or South African elections the same as any other country's elections? Um, I'd say they, they're fairly different in the way they run to the ones that people know about, like America and the UK. Okay. Um, so when we vote, you said it's physically. Do any other countries do it digitally? So I believe America has a digital voting system, yes. And which is easier to count? I assume digital. So digital is easier to count because the computer will give you an answer straight away. But then there's a lot of verification on, on the algorithms and the counting that you have to do. And you have to have computer knowledge to understand that. Um, just on that note about countries, have you been to any other countries? So I've been to, I've been to Israel, I've been to Poland, I've been to Italy, Switzerland, France, Zimbabwe, um, What's the city? And yeah, in Germany. And which one was your favorite? Every country's got got something different to offer. It's a bit hard to to pick on something. I think Israel is, is probably the the easiest to to say is a favorite, just because it's it's a second home for us. You know, it, it just feels like home when you go there. So I think I'd go for Israel if I had to choose one. Amazing. Okay, so I'm gonna end off my questions with. So if you could say absolutely anything to the world, what would you say? We have to find what unites us more than what divides us, and we have to focus on what unites us so we can move our world forward. Okay, okay. So let's take a quick song break. When we return, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-140-3020.
cry out. Hey, what's for breakfast? She stomped and chopped to feed her habit. She loved food so much, she just had to have it. Hi kids, your host today is Benji. That song was Mafutha from Beautiful Creatures. This is Chai Kids, Four Kids, Ba Kids. My name is Benjamin and I'm 11 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on 010-140-3020 and I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. Just a reminder that the Guess the Song Challenge question is... Okay. You can send your answers to 34519 or Telegram to... Or Telegram 061-895-1019. You can call now on... 010-140-3020 to see if you can say the tongue twister faster than me. Vusi, please start the timer. He threw three free throws. He threw three free throws. He threw three free throws. He threw three... Okay, that was hard. Do we have any callers for the tongue twister? Okay. The Councillor Daniel Shea wanted to do it. Okay, fine. Let me give it a bash. He threw three free throws. 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 Well done. On that note, let's go to a song break. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. All girls all over the world. Original King Julian for the girls, man. I love how all the girls they love to move their body. When you move your body, you know move it nice and sweet and sassy. Alright? Woman you cute and you don't need no makeup. Original cute body makeup on mother on your cute. 
When you don't need no makeup, original cute body makeup on my woman. Physically fit, physically fit, physically, physically, physically fit woman. Physically fit, physically fit, physically, physically, physically fit woman. Nice, sweet, fantastic. Big she body ocean at the big titanic woman and nice, sweet, energetic. Big she body ocean at the big titanic woman and nice, sweet, fantastic. Big she body ocean at the big titanic woman and nice, sweet, fantastic. Big she body ocean at the big titanic woman. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to move it. Woman, you cured. And you don't need no makeup. Original cute body makeup on mother. Woman, you cured. And you don't need no makeup. Original cute body makeup on mother. Eyeliner. Funny face and make more mud up. Nose powder. Funny face and make more mud up. Lucky eyebrow. Funny face and make more mud up. Girl, your lipstick. Funny face and make more mud up. Woman, your nice broad face. And your nice hip. Make man flip and bust them lips. Woman, your nice and energetic. Pritch about the ocean at the big Titanic. Woman, your nice broad face. And your nice hip. Make man flip and bust them lips. Woman, your nice and energetic. Pritch about the ocean at the big Titanic. Whoa. She like to move it, move it. We like to move it, move it. They like to move it, move it. You like to move it, move it. Three, two, one. Hi kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Benji. Okay. Okay, so before we carry on, um, we just got a message from Marco the Gent. Nasho, I'm learning a lot. Thanks. Thank you for that message. Okay, so the song that we just played was I Like to Move It, Move It from Madagascar. This is Ha Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Benjamin and I'm 11 years old. Lots of answers has come through for the Guess the Song Challenge. Thank you for playing. The answer is, drum roll please. Zootopia. The first answer was from. Okay. Uh, well done. This has been Car Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Benjamin and I'm 11 years old. Thank you to my guest counsellor Daniel Shea for coming on my show, my producer Senna and Vusi for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Car Kids show only on 101.9 High FM. Goodbye, kids.